Hi everyone, I'm Joel Gould and welcome to the new edition of NRL.com's Pearls Preview Pod. It's uh, finals time and we're coming to you from the um, QRL studios in Brisbane where it's also Intra Super Cup finals time. But uh, we'll mostly be talking about the National Rugby League's uh, four uh, semi-finals that are on this weekend and also the uh, the, the NRLW uh, competition kicking off as well. Steve uh, Renoff, I'm with as I am every week. Steve, it's uh, it's come down to that pointy end of the season, September football, which you um, always love playing in. I know. Yeah, mate, uh, great time of the year. You know, the uh, the the coal's gone. It's it's just that perfect time of the year. So, uh, from what my coach once said to me, you you don't like the extreme heat, you don't like the extreme cold, you like it just right. <laughs> so I said, you're right, Wayne. Sounds like something in a Papa Bear and Mama Bear <laughs> yeah, in the, right. um, yeah. the bowl of porridge or the something. The bowl of porridge, yeah. Like it's just right. <laughs> was, so, was that Wayne, I take it? Yeah, that was Wayne. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, it, it's that time of the year. And, I mean, that's one thing we look forward to is, uh, you know, training at this time of the year. And, and you just if you're not upbeat, you, you're dead, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but it's, it's great to be involved in the finals, and I'm sure these teens are all looking forward to it. I'm sure they are. Uh, we've got a cracker. Didn't look like it was going to be another Roosters versus Rabbitohs game after the. Um, it was. I guess we all thought and tipped um, the Raiders to beat the Warriors. That didn't happen. So at um, Sydney Cricket Ground on Friday night, we have the Roosters um, welcoming back their big guns against the Rabbitohs, which once again found a way to beat South Sydney last week. Um, Steve, there's a lot of very good players back for the Roosters: uh, Kiri, Taukayaho, Morris. Mitch Orbison, so that that's a really yeah. big lot of ins for them. Oh, it's formidable, mate. You get them back, and it, they're just such a great unit. And as we said, they're, they're peaking at the right end of the season. This is going to be a great match, you know. Obviously, Wayne will, will have have the rabbits up. I mean, we got we've got to remember that they they still got a great pack of fours. They have got some great backs. Um, this will be closer than a lot of people think. I I think this match, um, but. Uh, you know, it, it's it's good to have from the Roosters' point of view. They they got their their full playing list. Well, they have really, um, and great news for the Roosters. Uh, Jarabria Hargreaves um, uh, had a good night of the judiciary uh, on Tuesday night, so he's he's right to play. And for South Sydney, it's unfortunately for South they've they've lost Dane Gagai to a hamstring injury. And Sam Burgess um, for, with um, his suspension for hair pulling, uh, loading was in the end what yeah, uh, I just saw yeah. him miss out. We'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah. Um, but they, they do have some good ins, though, with Roberts back. James Roberts, uh, I thought he had his best game against the Broncos, even though he was suspended for um, that incident with yes. Corey Oates. Uh, Tom Burgess is also back from a knee injury. Uh, and, and we've got George Burgess on the extended reserve. So there's some good, good things happening for Souths, although they, they're not at full strength. Steve, uh, look, Kiri's in is a big thing for the Roosters, I think. You know, they're, oh, they're not the same side. How big is he to them? I know Cronk's a yeah. master game manager, but there's something about Kiri. He seems to ignite the team's He, he does, and, and he, obviously they've talked. you talk about it during the year that um, he's good for Latrell Mitchell. Um, you know, he brings him into the game. Mm. and But it, just the way he leads them around, he showed it last year when he came back for the grand final. Um, you got player of the match. I mean, he, he's made for this. Uh, he, he's he's you know to bring him back in. They'll be excited. That, that's going to give the whole unit, whole team, a lift. Um, and he'll be guiding around, obviously, with, with uh, Kronk. But uh, he's the one who does most of the damage with the ball. 
I um I'll let gay guys out. I um I was listening to Brad Fittler talk about uh, Campbell Graham and how he oh. was a centre coming through. I, I I really do like him as a, as a centre. So he'll be playing over there. I, I imagine Jimmy would go back to his his usual position on the left, and and Campbell Graham would stay. Of course he will. And Campbell Graham will, will stay out there on the right. But he, he's a very good centre, isn't he? Oh, yeah, nothing wrong. I mean, I've seen him play a bit of centre, and he's a very good rugby league player. Uh, he, you know, he's, he's he's good on his feet. He can move well. And, um, you know, he, he's a smart footy player. And, you know, and I think another good thing, he's, he's super competitive. Mm. So I don't think they're going to lose anything, Joel, with, with Campbell Graham there. So, um, they, they, as I said, that they'll... they'll Still be, uh, you know, strong in that position. Roberts, he's back. Uh, he looks pretty relaxed. I've seen Jimmy's been doing some work for the. Uh, there's a show on NITV over the black dot uh, with uh, Georgie Rose, uh, Tamana Tahu, yeah, and those it, yeah. guys. And, and Jimmy Roberts was on there again last night. I enjoy watching that show. And uh, yeah, it's good. And James, uh, yeah, he seems to be in a really relaxed frame of mind. You know the twist on that on that title. The when you when you talk about Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people over the black dot, well, I understand it. Yeah, of course I understand it. Because <laughs> you grew up in that. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time I hear it. <laughs> it's a good show. I, love, I watch it every now and then as well. And yeah. uh, I just if I can catch it. Yeah, I just notice how relaxed he seems. And yeah, uh, oh, he would be. He seems yeah. at home down there at South. So I think it is. Yeah. A place for him to be honest. Yeah, and it, look, he had no worries in, in going back there, and I think there was always uh, inkling, even outside of the the Wayne dilemma at the time, uh, the coaching dilemma, that um, ultimately he was going to find his way back there. Mm. But yeah, the other player that's found his way back to to Wayne is uh, Jaden Sewer, and I, yeah. look, I, I I don't know what you think, but I. I like the way he's he's building into this. Um, there's obviously some big stars in the South Sydney team, and we can talk forever about them as we do most weeks. But Jaden Sewer, he reminds me a bit of Ben Teo. He's got that whack in him um, that that Teo brought to the table, and Teo was so important to South in 2014 when they won the comp. So. I like him, and oh, I like him in the back row where he is. Yeah, uh, look, starting. He, he he was he was rated here when he was at the club, and um, you know he was that he was rated as highly as Fafita and um, often Gowie, to be honest, by a few pundits at the club. So mm. you know he can play. Um, he, he's a good rugby league player, and as you say, he's got he's got uh, good whack in him in defence. Mm. Okay, uh, Cameron Murray. Well, you can talk about. Look to me. Yeah. He's the ultimate young professional footballer of the modern age. That guy, look, I'm just in awe of what he can do on the football oh. field. He's an outstanding footballer. So smart too. Like not only his physical attributes, where he goes all all day and and he's quick play the balls, his ability to score tries, but he's just got a game, a great game sense. He does. He has a great game sense. Um, you know, he, he's strong. <coughs> and, you know, he's mobile and. Uh, He's quite skilled. He thinks about what he does. I mean, a lot of forwards sort of, you know, these days are just whack it up and, and see how you go. But uh, he puts a lot of thought into, or it's instinctive the way he plays. And you know, he's, he's got the, he's got the whole package. Mm. Well, him and Radley, you know, they're up against each other. Similar, you know, similar. Radley, Radley, the same thing. You know, a very smart footy player. Uh, he, he's been on the scene a bit. It's nearly like a little bit longer, I think, and. Um, but from the talk about the representative side, uh, uh, you know, Radley's been let frog there, um, you know, by him. 
Okay, Steve. Um, th- this game, obviously, it's not an... Uh, whoever loses this game prevails the following week. Um, the way that Souths have uh, been busted a bit lately as far as a lot of their players... A very physical game last week, yeah. as we know. Like A lot of their players were really uh, in, in, um, in difficulty on the field. We saw Liam Knight, um, one of the outstanding players for South Sydney... In recent weeks, um, he, but he's been named. He, he got clocked there by Jared uh, Warrior Hargreaves, and then a head knock with one of his own players. What do you What do you think is going to happen here? Who's Who's going to win? Oh, look, you know, after last week, I think the two, the out of the two, with the come with the comeback of all the players for the Roosters, they're going to be fresher. I think, mm. um, as you say, South did get busted. They, they put a lot in last week, and. I can only see it going one way, Joel, to be honest. I, I, look, South will come out and stick it with them for the, for the first 20 minutes or so, but um, I think this unit that they've got at, at the Roosters is, is just a, a step ahead. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I, I think um, I think the Roosters should should get this one, although South were great last week, the way yeah. they hung in there. I, um, I'm not sure if we mentioned it last week, but I, I, I wonder, these two sides, if, if South Sydney's going to win the comp, um, they, these two sides won't wouldn't meet again until the grand final. So that'll be the fourth time they've met this year, and the third time in five weeks if they did meet yeah. again in the grand final. I um mm. I, I, I can't see South winning three games against the Roosters to win the comp in five weeks. It could happen. Yeah, but I remember Wayne said to me once uh, when um, Brisbane beat Melbourne in the grand final in two thousand six, uh, and they avoided them in the final series, and they lost to them in a good performance later yes. on in the rounds, he said, um, he said, I knew we could beat them once, but I knew we wouldn't beat them twice. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> I'll never forget him saying Very that. Very good impersonation. Yeah, but that's what he said. No, it, 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 there is some, I mean, in hindsight, you can say that, of course, because yeah. you always want to win, but that's uh, probably look, true. If he's going to lose it, one, this is the one. Yeah, this is the one. Um, and and not, you're always going out there to win, but um, you know, he knows he's got a second shot at shot at it so as you say they'll, they'll want to go out there and win but I think you know it, it won't phase him either way they put it that way And um, but I, I just can't see them getting up over the Roosters uh, you know we can I think we can talk all we want about these two teams and the Roosters just seem to be a standout at the moment mm. um, and as I said the number of players coming back and key players it's just going to it's mm. just going to be a, a great unit going out there you don't seem to think Sam Burgess should be suspended for what happened to him in the, that hair pull. I mean, oh, what, look, what's, no. what's the solution to that? No, no, when no. you've got loading, do you think a, an extra fine for a player? No, in that look, situation? no, no. Oh, look, Bumpers, I, I, I agree with it. He, he, I'd be frustrated as a coach if I was coaching him, and they probably need to discipline him from a club point of view because he's letting everyone down. Mm. Um, how many times has he been off the field this year for his suspension? I mean, that, that's a selfish act in itself, to be honest. Um, mm. You want to talk about team dynamics, well, pull your head in, Sam. You know, like, mm. not pull someone else's head, or head, head to head. <laughs> but um, I, I don't agree with it, mate. I, I don't agree with it. Just stay away from there. I mean, mm. anything neck above, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, we've got to be careful, even how the commentators commentate this stuff and saying there's nothing wrong with it. Well, no, there is. Mm. A lot of young kids are watching that. Um, so... You know, we can't say this all okay. You know, we got all this eye, you know, hands around the eyes at the moment. At least they were consistent with that decision. I was happy with that with the young Canberra boy. I mean, get get away from the face. 
get mm. away from the head, you know. And um, I, I think pulling hair is just a dog act, mm. to be honest. Uh, Hudson Young, he got eight weeks last yeah. night, uh, although he had some support from the <laughs> the uh, the player that he. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he did. I mean, but the Warriors they had, player. They uh, had to be consistent, John. You're, you're happy with that eight weeks? You yeah. think that's fair? Yeah. And if anyone, you think anyone's going to be trying to do that during the final series? No. No. Well, we've seen a bit of it this year. Yeah, the message is the message is pretty clear, and I do I do agree with you uh, yeah. that you know, stay away. Well, from that, that that's area. another level again. I mean, pull on here. I mean, yeah, you can say it's still a dog egg, but the thing is, it's worse. You're going for the eyes. I mean. Mm. What makes you think that's okay in anyone's language? I just don't get it. Mm. Okay. Well, obviously Hudson Young won't be playing in this game uh, down there in um, in Melbourne. The Raiders had some uh, one of their best wins in club football in recent times down in Melbourne recently when they came back from 18-0 mm. down to, to win. They're going to have to do it all again. And what do you, I know you've got a theory about how you can beat Melbourne. And you, mm. Do you think the Raiders have the game to, to beat to beat them? Well, they got the players to do it, to be honest. And it's just getting into that fringe and just going a bit expansive on them early. Um, I've seen a couple of teams do it over the years and... Um, if you can catch uh, Melbourne unawares, nearly like um, you know you ambush them with with the play, it, it can catch them off guard. I've, I've seen it happen. Brisbane did it. Brisbane have done it in the past, and um, I've seen a few other teams doing it. It's just it's just getting away from that middle. Uh, it, it's but when I say that, it, it's easier said than done. Um, somehow Melbourne seemed to bring you back in, and they they like to lock in that battle. And then it becomes, sometimes I think it becomes a bloody ego thing between the fours and they just want to try and belt, belt each other and get on top of each other. But they need to get away from that. Mm. And, you know, they've got the player like Bateman. I'm perfect for him to be doing that because he's got a great offload on him. Um, he's the weapon. He he, he's the weapon. the weapon for Canberra, I think, against the Storm. Yeah, yeah. and just get him, just get him all, you know, just, just wide of the ruck or just off. I mean, he, he, we've seen him do it time and time again this year. Um, you know, he gets a break or half a break, but he's always got that offload on him. Um, you know, and and so I think Ricky would know exactly. It's about the guys going out there and executing because they got to be on their ball to you know to do it. Well, they do. I mean, the Melbourne Storm have brought back their big guns for yeah. this game. Who had a break last week? Um, Cameron Munster, obviously, is one of them. Uh, Jerome Hughes has obviously won the battle for number seven, um, so Brody Croft won't be playing, and Ado Carr's back. Brandon Smith. Uh, so it's and and the Raiders are the same. They they rested some players last week. Uh, Nickel Clockstad, Soliola, Bateman, and Rapin are all back. So uh, and Joey Leilu was back from suspension as well. So there's some good there's some good signs there it's for the battle. Raiders. It, it's it's a great game, isn't it? That it looms as yeah, it is. It's um you know you got a, two smart coaches here too. Let's go to the coaches. I mean, um, we all know what Bellamy doesn't. But, you know, Ricky Stewart, uh, he'll be right up for this. And this is, it's pretty personal too, you know, old Canberra teammate um, uh, he's coaching against. And so battles right across the park uh, with, with these two teams. So, look, I, I can't see Melbourne being beaten, um, but the I think the Raiders will put in a good account for themselves. Mm, yes, I'm tipping Melbourne as well, but I, I wouldn't surprise if, if the Raiders... Um, give them a real run for their yeah. money. One thing I've loved about Bateman is, look, we've seen these late offloads from him in this second phase he creates, but he's still doing it. No one's been able to stop him. And it's all very well to know what someone's going to do, but 
that's one you, it's one thing you can't really prepare for is that offload, and he's just so good at it, finding a way of sneaking well, the ball out. Well, the good thing is, like all Englishmen, he seems to have great game sense as well. Yeah, with that great game sense, um, that, that's obviously that would be worked on too, Joel. So around the support players, to be mm. honest, um, if if you if you know the player and you know that they can, you know, it doesn't matter what any play that you got, you're there. Um, you know there's going to be a ball popping up somewhere. So it's just about being in the right place at the right time. Mm. Okay. Yeah, look, I think I think this time the Storm can't see them losing twice to Raiders in the space of such a short period of time. Well, the Raiders did show they've got the game for it. Uh, and the, the forward battle looks pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Pap- Papali's been great. Oh, he's uh, been And uh, so for Solomona, he's been... Really, he's he's really turning into a, a a real try scorer as well. Like dangerous, so dangerous. Okay, well we're both on the same page there, Steve. Um, we're both tipping the the top the top two to go through yes. to the penultimate round of the comp. Saturday night at Lotto Land, um, the, the asbestos uh, <laughs> sna- uh, has been. Asbestos Hill. <laughs> well, what's it been? It, it's not so bad. It's sorted out. <laughs> oh, Where did that come from? <laughs> is, that, is that Bozo out there playing tricks again? <laughs> I noticed that um, that Singo offered to take it to the Central Coast. Of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's good for Manly anyway, that they, they do get to, to host the game out there. Oh, look, they, they are in disarray when it comes to injuries. <sighs> No, look, everything has gone wrong for Manly in the last few weeks. Yeah, so you, Tom Travojevic, Tapao suspended, uh, Sirinan gone, um, Thompson gone. It's just oh, you, you couldn't you couldn't read about it really. He must be pulling his hair out, Paul Des. I mean, he's done well to hold on to it for all these years that that hair of his. But um, gee, it must be you know because they've been playing so well with their full complement, and obviously to lose Tom, you know, was probably one of the biggest whacks and that they they got found out with that to be honest um but to power on the back of it yeah, yeah on the power but talking about you go back to last week um you know it just shows how important he is to that team and the power's gone now and it just yeah, i just can't see how they recover do they have the, the players to to fill those shoes mm. well i look at i look at cronulla's big game experience finals mm. experience and there's so much of it, isn't there? They, they, they started to show some really good signs, I thought, against yes. West Tigers last week. Sean Johnson uh, really took control of the game. Um, you know, Andrew Fafita's just lurking there. He's he, We've seen him in big games. He, he, he's been named on the bench here, but he, he produced like he did in the 2016 oh, Grand Final. Some of his runs, uh, it's just, you know, he's going through, you know, three or four players in, in every run, and he's just hard to contain, and... You know he's good at getting under the skin of the opposition um, in a, in a lot of different areas, and I, you I watch his play around that, and he does a good job at it. So, not only physically is he dominant, um, but mentally he can get under the skin of, of the opposition. Well, Britton Acora is another player oh, uh, I'm been... really enjoying watching, uh, especially running off Sean Johnson. They've got a great partnership, and um, you, you add Bronson Sherry in there. there. There's a lot of strike in this Sharks team. I don't. We haven't seen the best of them. No, we haven't. And they make a lot of mistakes, errors in games. Uh, we've seen them, uh, you know, come up with uh, like a lot of unforced errors. If they can get that out of their game as well, 
they they look on paper to have the, the seagulls covered, don't they? Um, yeah, they they do. And you talked about uh, they haven't played their best footy. And no, they it, haven't. It comes back to Johnson. I mean, he, he definitely hasn't. I reckon that's one of the better games I've seen him play last week. Um, mm. Yeah, just he just seemed to be a bit more free with running the ball. And mate, if we've seen what he can do in the past, he hasn't done that at the at the Sharks, to be honest. Um, so if he unleashes Sean mm. Johnson, um, yeah, anything can happen. I love the way he didn't overplay his hand. No. There was a lot of subtlety. I mean, I guess you would have liked to watch it, Steve, um, just with his feet. Yeah. Just creating that little bit of doubt and a, a bit of space as well for for the guys outside. Yes. And he, yeah. It was pretty clever the way he played, I thought. It, like, it yeah, and you're right. It was yeah, subtle, there was, there was but no it was panic. real, real team-oriented And it was, and he didn't push. He didn't push the plays either. Mm. He just did enough to, to create that extra number or, um, uh, you know, just to give his outside, as you said, Joel, give him a bit of space. And that's what you want out of a good halve that, that can create that for you. How does Manly win this game? I guess Des is going to have to really strip it back right down. He'll be happy to win this game 5-4. Exactly. And I think <laughs> I think that's the way they're going to have to approach it because I'm not sure um, attack-wise they, they've got the goods without Travojevic um, to do that you know, those big plays, um, mm. he's just going to have to grind it out. But we all know how well Cronulla can grind out a, a game, though, grind out a win. So it's going to be a battle for him. Mm. I think it was Brett uh, Kamali on one of our own show, NRL.com uh, sh- shows uh, in the last day or so that mentioned that he, that Des was the best defensive coach he'd ever had anything um, to do with. Um, and, and that's... That's going to help Manly, I guess, uh, in this game because uh, you, one thing you do know about Manly when there's backs against the wall scenario, uh, you'd be a fool to write them off entirely. Yeah. And um, that's, I, I guess, that's going to be the big thing for Manly. Can they frustrate Cronulla into, into making the errors that have been a part of their game? Well, I, I, they probably can, and that's probably the track he's going to go down because there's players there, and especially like for feeders, one. Even though he can get under your nose, it's not hard to, to stir him either. Um, you can pull a, a couple, you know, it's been well written that you can pull a few penalties out of him. Um, so they can do that, they might be able to get on top of them. Mm. Okay, and uh, big news that Tony Williams has been listed. Yeah, what about that? In the, uh, the 21 man squad and is expected to, to play in this game. Where's he, where did he come from? He... Well, he's been playing in the uh, lower grades uh, for, for um, the Seagulls. Um, yeah, hasn't played much in the last three or four three years, years for, for whatever years. reason. Uh, there's a whole heap of reasons for that. But um, one thing you know about Tony Williams and Des is that Des does seem to know what how to push his buttons to yeah, get something it, it, out of him. It seems unlikely that Williams is going to come on and, and, and win the game for the Seagulls, but you never know. He's you reckon ta- he's, he's going to play him at six? <laughs> he's done that before. Uh, I've seen Tony Williams sitting at, at six. And uh, I don't know if it really worked for him, but uh, you never uh, know. Well, we haven't seen the best of Tony Williams for a long time, but if there's anybody, I guess, that can, can get something out of him, he is 30 years old. He's still a, a, a huge man um, with a lot of skill. Oh, yeah. Next um, test player. Yeah, they, they had to get a special exemption from the um, NRL to... This is how how um, decimated the Eagles are. They had to get a special exemption for, for Tony Williams from outside. Jeez, the top, they're not going to pull another big surprise and bring Cliffy back, are they? Well, they wouldn't mind having him there at number. <laughs> He'd probably six. still go, all right? They'd have to move uh, Dylan Walker into the centres. You pull Cliffy back. <laughs> Steve, are you tipping here? Uh, 
I, I got to I really got to stick to the Sharks. Uh, I, I just think when you look at the 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 su- suspension of the power and, and losing time, and I, I'm really like Cronulla's run-ins been okay. You know what I mean? They're just mm. trotting along, nothing outstanding, but that's Cronulla. I, but they got the big name players there, as you said, Joel. A lot of a lot of the boys have been in that you know that grand final team and. Um, I think they, they can pull it off. Well, I remember earlier in the year you wrote a, a column that the Sharks were the one team that could go on a run this year, yeah. and then they, they fell in a heap after you wrote that. Um, <laughs> Put the mocker on. <laughs> but they've come back, and and I think I think you're on the money, Steve, with what they you can said do there. It. They can, How yeah. far can they go? Well, as I said, I mean, this is finals footy. Um, you know, and, and whether you say teams... They say it's not different. Well, it is because you start playing percentages now uh, in foot in in the finals. So this is perfect for Cronulla. I mean, obviously they've got to fix up their their forced errors and whatever. But we talk about the teams that get into a grind and they're very good at it. Um, mm. So and, and they've got some good big game players um, that know how to do that and they'll carry the rest of them with them. And mm. the good thing about this team, they've got a, a lot of good young players too can play off the back of that. Um, so, mm. you know, I don't, I don't think uh, they'll lose too much. Mm. So you make a good point there that the, 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 the final series probably is going to suit Cronulla in, yeah. in, in a couple of ways because they will pair it back to play more maybe like Cronulla style of footy, which is going to only assist them because they have the strike there anyway. Yeah. The thing they need to get right is is not trying to overplay things too too soon. In and finals, we, footy might suit the way they really need to be playing. Yeah, and, and, well, and, and exactly right. So, I mean, I think that started last week when we talked about Johnson. You know, he mm. was doing his thing, but he wasn't overplaying it. I mean, they're just, it's like they're getting ready to to roll into this mm. final series and do what they do, and they would know this week that they're every chance of rolling manly. Mm. Can they go on a run? I think they can. I mean, they as we, we keep saying that we've got too many good players in there, mm. hardened players uh, who know how to do it. Mm. Okay, well, we're both tipping um, Cronulla there. Uh, look, I've got a soft spot for the Seagulls. Uh, I, I'm a Dragon supporter, but if I once that goes, uh, the Seagulls are my team. Um, and so, what are you going, Joel? I, I'd, I'd like to see them win. I would really would like to see them win, but I, I um, I'm tipping the Sharks. I just think it's a bridge too far for Manly. Finally, that that Saturday night, of course, uh, that one, and then the final game of the rounds, as far as the um, the NRL goes for finals football, is uh, the Eels hosting the Broncos. Uh, Kane Evans lost his uh, quest for a downgrade, so he he misses this game. Um, Daniel Alvaro was he, he'll probably come in there, I'd say. Uh, so that's them. Uh, Alpha Hengawe is back for the Broncos. Uh, Gemad Shibasaki has been named on the bench this time instead of um, Parisi, Jose yes. Parisi. Yeah. So the, uh, obviously the Broncos, the Eels coming off a, um, a really good win last week over Manly where um, Sivo scored a blistering hat-trick. He's a player. And the Broncos coming off a very disappointing performance against Canterbury uh, where once again it was for Fida mm. and... Haas, who carried the team. <laughs> so that's got to change. That, that definitely has to change. I, I wrote a piece. I noticed um, Coach Anthony Seabolds has also... I mean, I, I wrote my piece yesterday, and I noticed um, he's come out and said something very similar to what I, I thought, and, and that is that 
it's got been going on for too long. Mm. That the Payne Haas and David Fafita, and to another extent in the back line, Katoni Staggs carry the day for Brisbane. They've got a lot of more finals experience than Parramatta in yes. this game. Like uh, by, uh, like I think thirty. I haven't added it right up, but I, I think it's thirty or forty games in that region. So really, the, the the big guns for for Brisbane, the ones that are being paid the most, need to fire in this game. Yeah, they need to step up, and um, you know I think everyone's been saying that all week. Mm. Um, you know, if if you want to do it any time to do it, this this weekend is is the time to do it. And uh, I think the good thing for um, Haas and Fafita, they they got Joel and Gao back, so mm. he's in the similar frame to them. So because he's been out, um, you can nearly he would have been included in that three because that's just the way he plays. They're they're all very similar. They he doesn't stop. Um, mm. To be honest, he he, you know, he he can penetrate a line as well. He, they're very much in the same mould, those three. So I think that's going to be a bonus to having, having Joe back. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the other senior players, and it was mentioned, their names were mentioned in, um, in the media, they really need to step up because these young kids are just, you know, I mean, it probably should. It's great that that's happening, but it shouldn't be that way. Mm. Um, you know, so there's a few boys who need to put their hand up. They, there's a couple of them have uh, stated um, publicly that they're going to do that well if they do that makes Broncos even more f- formidable so they re- this weekend they're going to do it tough I-, I think down there against Parramatta um, at Bank West I'd like to see them open up a bit more for, for Milford uh, I'd love to see him with a bit more space because um, he hasn't really shown too much you know not to his potential back there and but that probably hasn't been his fault to be honest Um so somehow Darius um, has Turpin. to try and Turpin need to open that up for the guys like Milford and Katoni Staggs. Uh, we need to see those two with the ball with space. Mm. Yeah, well that's right. I think I think guys like Milford, Oates, um, McCulloch, Gillett, these guys have played a lot of finals football, and they and they they need to have. <clears throat> you know, eight out of ten games. They need. They yeah. need. We need to be talking about. It. I always believe if you. We're talking about Milford after a game. The Brisbane Broncos have won. You yes. know, look, it's pr- probably obvious that that would be the case, but we haven't been doing that enough, and um, have to find a way with some structure because they do practice their plays. Like I know people criticise Brisbane, so they don't have any plays or structure, but I, I see it. They, they do so, have so it, but it doesn't seem to unfurl in a game in the way that. Well, yep, you can go and watch your train, and they do it. But one thing that they have let them down this year is. The organising in that middle around those plays and communication, that's been a constant all year. Mm. Uh, it's been noticed by the commentators. They've talked about it. Um, and they've actually sent commentators out to have actually look at that. And there was no lip movement or whatever and seemed to be a bit lost. So they really need, they still need to fix that up. If you don't have direction um, coming off the back of a forward pack, what they do, especially with Haas mm. and for feeder, you're in real trouble because that's that's what you want. Well, in your column this week, Steve, you're going to look at the key matchups here. So we, we will have a look at it because we've spoken a bit about Brisbane there, what they need to do. I don't think Parramatta needs to change too much. Um, you know, they, they've got obviously great strike on the flanks with uh, Sivo and Ferguson. And Gutherson is a great creator yeah. of play, playing, in, I believe, in his first final, which is interesting that's amazing, for yeah. the captain of uh, Parramatta. Um, Moses has got the most try assists this year, but I feel like if he has a good game, Parramatta will, will win. Well, exactly, will Joel. My, my sentiments exactly with if Moses. It, he didn't have a good game against the Broncos up here. 
I didn't think it, it like his kicking it, it almost looked like a bit like a, a training run for him the way he was kicking it, yeah. it didn't seem to have much you know, penetration the, the kicks were midfield I, I don't know it just he, he's, he's very much a player uh, mm. he's very much a confidence player so mm. if he starts uh, well if he starts well well you know he's going to play well but if he can he can jam him early um, pressure him early he, mm. he'll slip his, he'll slip out of the game mm. uh, obviously junior Paul has been in good form I like Reed Marnie as a hooker I think he's got a lot of luck going for him He's a great, great defender, isn't he? He's oh, so he willing. Like he, he reminds me of a young McCulloch in that way, in that he's so keen for work. He's got a little bit of a kicking game as well. He's got a well, few forced dropouts this year with a few short kicks. So. Joel, on, on the back of that, they're going to miss Kane Evans. I think this has been Kane Evans' best year. Mm. He's bulked up, bulked up. I notice um, he's been a lot more aggressive because um, Kane was always a bit of a string bean, to be honest. But uh, I notice he had bulked up and I think mm. they gave him a lot of confidence so they're going to miss him they are they are um, going to miss him I agree yeah mm. so he's going to be a big hole for him they do get Nathan Brown back who's uh, um, obviously <laughs> a, a savage sort of player like he really is I, I like him you're not very smart though though <laughs> Well, you know, he's he's a bit over vigorous at times, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he is. We won't a good, talk he, about his non no, this week. He he is he is a a good player and, and aggressive, and they'll they'll be welcoming him back. Yeah, so he's back. Um, yeah. It is at Bank West. They've got a great record there. Steve, I know you want Brisbane to win, but who are you tipping to win? Look, I, I I've said it. I've said it earlier. I, I think Brisbane will win this. I, I just I just they just got something. They they. Didn't play well last week, mm. um, so they can only get better. They can't get any worse, mind you. I think I've said this in in the past, and they did play worse. <laughs> but I, I think Brisbane can go down there and, and cause an upset. I, I just I just got a feeling about this team that they're gonna go that one step further than everyone thinks they're gonna go. Mm. Okay, well look, I I agree with you. I think the Broncos can win this game as yeah. well. And funnily enough, it, it it seems to always be the case when everyone's writing them off. Yeah, then that's up. when they seem to perform. Like yeah. you know, when they've been talked up for a while, and they seem to fall off a cliff for a, a game or two. Yeah. This week, um, there's been a lot already said that they can't win this game. That that yeah, they're, they're not going anywhere. Uh, I don't. I'm not saying that's going to inspire them, but I, I, the, the the problem with them is you don't know what you're going to get necessarily. Uh, they've been a lot more consistent the last ten weeks. Yeah, they no had about that. <clears throat> but I think it all comes down to the start, really. They, they've had shocking starts in Sydney. Parramatta gets on a roll. Not, you, you don't give it up. I'm pretty sure the Broncos are going to come out on fire in this game, and I, I think they can they can cause an upset. Because one thing that does concern me about the Eels is that there's not a lot of Vic Finals experience once you take a few key men out of that yeah. equation. So there's a lot of guys who haven't played a lot of football. And, and as we talked about, they, they pressure them and put the pressure on early. Um, Parramatta can fold. Mm. Okay. Well, Steve, um, that's the NRL. Uh, now, we'll have a look at the NRLW because that's kicking off this week and there's a couple of big games. Um, Amy Park, we've got the Roosters up against the Warriors. The Roosters were the, the um, favourites last year. It didn't pan out that no. way for them. It's good to see Rowan Sims back at prop for the Roosters. Uh, she's back and um, that's going to be a big boost as far as experience goes. I do like Talisha Harden as well. You'd know Talisha. I know Talisha. She's moved from the Broncos to the Yeah, University. she's De- Delhi Choices ambassador. Mm. Um, yeah, she goes well, and she's she's really looking forward to it, um, actually, the move down there. Mm. And th- there's other good strike weapons in the Roosters' side. Obviously, Isabel Kelly, one of the best players yeah. in the game, a fantastic performer, and Corbin McGregor. 
is there at fullback. Um, she, she missed last season with a shoulder injury. So, look, I do think that I, the, the Warriors have got a lot of new players here. I, I, to be honest, I don't know a lot about them. Um, but I do I do like the look of the Roosters. Uh, I think they would have learnt quite a bit from last year uh, from, from being a bit of a disappointment. Uh, any team with Isabel Kelly in it, wow. Yeah, I, look, I, no, I, I agree with you there. I, I think the Roosters, they're really disappointed uh, last year because there was a lot of hype around them. I, I watched a lot of the games um, that they were in and uh, a lot of talk coming from the comedy. You know, Gus Gould, and that, who's supposed to be in the know. Um, yeah, they, they, I think they underperformed. So I, I think with this match, I think you'll see the Roosters, they'll have something to play for and they want to start the season well. Yeah, I'm, I'm tipping the Roosters there. At Bankwest Stadium, a blockbuster here for a women's game. It's the Dragons up against the Broncos, and we've seen um, Brittany Braley and also um, the jukebox Tuila Fatu Moala um, leave the Broncos and join um, the Dragons. Look, the, the Dragons look to me like the team to beat. Um, yeah. They've got Kezi Apps in that front, in that forward pack as well. Maddie Studden, uh, she's at halfback. Um, it's a good team, but then again, the Broncos. Have got uh, still got Ali Brigginshaw who pulls it all together. Um, Meg Ward's recovered from her injury yes, and she's yeah. uh, going to take her place uh, on the wing in this game. I know she's a favourite of yours, Steve. Uh, yeah. You, she grew up um, at your place. Yeah, grew up with the with kids. With the family. Yeah. Her family and your family. Yeah. yeah. Now um, Meg's a good, good, good competitor. Mm. Um, you know, she's good at every sport she plays. But look, the the, the key for me is Braley. For, yeah. for the Dragons, look to me, she's the Cameron Smith of the women's well, game. She she was our <laughs> she was our Cameron Smith last year. <laughs> we lost her, um, but yeah. So I mean, obviously we got Ali Brigginshaw, um, but I, as you say, losing a couple of key players and very good key players to St George that really puts them in in the box seat. Uh, to be honest, um, so I'm not sure. Is Amber Pilly is she? Yeah, she's playing in the centres for the Broncos. She's yeah. a very good player. She's a good player, Amber. So you know, it, it'll be a close match. But to, I, I, you'd have to say with with the, with uh, Riley, uh, you'd have to go to the Saints. Well, I also forgot Kimi Orinati, Of course, who was the player of the grand final last year, uh, wasn't she for the Broncos? Uh, the the five eight. She's she's gone across um, to yeah. to the Dragons. Oh, no, well. really? So um, like that's. Yeah. Unless unless the Broncos know enough about them to shut them down, but um, yeah, the Saints would look hard to beat. Uh, to you know, mm. for this one, a lot of uh, interest in the Broncos uh, coaching staff too, with uh, Corey Parker and Simon Mannering on board. That that's um, there's a lot yeah. of experience there, um, and it's going to be interesting. Yeah. To see um, what influence they yeah, can Coles, have. Yeah, oh, look, and I'm sure it'll be he'll have great influence. Um, you know, Cosie's um, with with his experience, um, it, it can only be positive. Mm. Okay, Steve. Well, um, that's a, that's a roundup. We're we're both tipping the dragons here, are yes, we? Yeah. Over the Broncos. Uh, I I think this is where the sorry dragon... girls. Yeah, well, we're only tipping it. Uh, <laughs> everyone knows you want the Broncos to win, Steve. Yeah. And I think by now everyone knows I'm a dragon supporter. <laughs> uh, actually, Matt Lodge asked me the other night. He said, "Who do you support, uh, Joel?" And I said, "Well, you know, I like to see the Broncos do well." And he said, "Who do you support?" I said, "Okay, I've been a Dragons fan since 1976." Uh, so <laughs> oh, so. oh. I think he was happy with that. <laughs> also, I'm not changing now. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. So well, it's similar. I mean, I grew up following the Roosters, mm. and everyone thinks because um, I played for Brisbane, the Queensland team, that the Cowboys are my second best team. I get asked that all the time. 
obviously Broncos are your favourites, but is Cowboys your second? I go, no, far from it. <laughs> it's the Roosters. The Roosters, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, you, you didn't tip them to win the comp, did you? You tipped Melbourne. Are you still sticking with them? Yeah, oh, look, I, I, I got to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I fall on the sword. I hope not fall on the sword. But, yeah, look, I'm I, I just, I just very impressed. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the, the win, the, the JJ Gilton, what, for the sixth time, I think it was. I'm not quite sure. I don't have yeah, it to hand. It wasn't six. Was I think it's it? six. Yeah. Sorry, I, a, I should know that's that. That's amazing. I don't have it. Yeah, I, only, I think I only, we only won it twice. Yeah, um, went my time at Brisbane out of the four. Mm. Um, so, you know, six times for one club. In the short history, really, it's amazing. It is. No, it's a it's a great achievement. It's it's not recognised obviously as much as it is, say, for instance, in the Premier League in in England, where yeah. you know it's first past the post, and they've got the other cup, yeah, obviously got right. cup competitions uh, for finals and that sort of thing. But um, minor premiers is is big here. You know, it, you something you strive for when you when you when you're that top four mm. and it's close. I can remember back in the day, it was a big thing to to win. Uh, the minor premiership. Mm. Well, people we forget. We made a thing about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. people forget you didn't you, in those wins. You you weren't always minor premiers by a long shot. Like, no. Uh, in '93, you had to come from fifth f- yeah. from the clouds and actually win. In a way, it was like coming from outside the four, wasn't it? Because yeah. you had to beat. Well, you not, had to win four four games, didn't you? you had to beat fourth, third, second, and. F- yeah. Is that right? You would have been a minor semi, a major, uh, and then a prelim. And then a prelim. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. No, yeah, a minor semi, a knockout semi, a prelim, and a grand final. Yeah. So it's four four games in nine. Yeah, you know, and that that, that holds a pretty prestige doing that. But um, we were, you know, 92, 98, we were minor premiers, and so we got to hold the JJ Gilton. And, you know, I remember that both those times, you know, holding that, that trophy, um, you know, we were very proud of winning that. So, and that just gives you that confidence which Melbourne would take into the rest of the final series. Mm. Okay, Steve. Well, well, we'll talk next week and see if our tips come off. We're, we're all tipping the same. Um, yep. We're tipping the two away games teams in the um, in the elimination finals and the two home teams in the um, in this is in the NRL in the uh, the the the, uh, the qualifying yeah, yeah. finals. We'll talk next week, Steve. Thank you very much. Thanks, Joel.